thanks for joining us here on The Aesthetic Podcast. I'm Aesthetic Ann, and I'm here with my co-host, Sarah. Hello. Hey. Um, so what are my credentials? Why am I telling people about Botox and what the basics? Yeah, who are you? Who am I to be saying all this? <laughs> <laughs> well, as a matter of fact, I happen to be a registered nurse here in the state of Texas and 26 other states, believe it or not. But I am a plastic surgery nurse and aesthetic nurse, and I happen to hold my cans. What, not what is not that? to drink. Not, well, I mean, I do hold cans to drink, but I have a certified aesthetic nurse specialist, C-A-N-S, come after my RN. So I Lots of letters. Yeah, lots of Almost letters. Almost 26 of them in 26 states. <laughs> yeah. well, got the whole alphabet, girl. <laughs> well, so let's talk about those basics of Botox. Basically, what is it? That would be a basic, wouldn't it? Basically? Yes. Okay. What I, is both? I can answer this. I know what it is. Okay. I have no letters associated with my name. I have no credentials except for I'm a girl who likes to look good. <laughs> yes, you do. But Botox botulism toxin? Yeah. Is that right? It's a toxin. It is a toxin. That's what I know, that it's, it's great for you, but like it's bad for you. Well, you know, the, I told my kids growing up, like, a little bit of something is okay, too much of it is not okay. So, like, a little bit of sugar is okay, but too much sugar, not okay. So, it's the same thing. It's like, same premise. Um, but Botox basically is used for helping to reduce the appearance. That's important because it doesn't get rid of. It reduces the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles. And they're the fine lines and wrinkles that are caused by movement of muscles. And so basically, Botox is a paralytic. <laughs> it will paralyze muscles so that they don't move. And how long has it been around? Because it, it's not a new thing, but for no. me, I'm 25, so it's it's becoming a new thing in the interest of like my age and people around me. Like, oh yeah, I just got Botox. But how long has it been around? Yeah. So Botox has been around for over 30 years. And there's actually two different kinds of Botox. So I'm glad you asked that. I didn't really think about covering this today. But there is medical Botox and there is cosmetic Botox. So I, I deal with cosmetic Botox. And it's made to go in your face and in different areas. Um, it can be put in your armpits because people that, that have profuse sweating, they call it hyperhidrosis. So you can inject it in armpits, you can inject it in the palms of hands, you can inject it in um, the soles of your feet. I know that doesn't sound real comfortable, but luckily you don't have that issue, so you don't have to worry about it. But it's the, So you're saying it's the same exact thing, but instead of reducing fine lines, it does something with the sweat glands? It yeah. reduces yes. the production of Yes, and so you can use cosmetic Botox for that. Now, medical Botox is a stronger form of the same medication because Botox is a medication mm -hmm. and I don't think people realize that it's something that is it's a medication and it is prescribed and yeah so it's like, not over the counter you can't just go right. buy it at Kroger right and you can't and there's lots of things going on out there and we'll talk about that another time on another podcast but um but so medical Botox is what neurologists will use so people that have really severe headaches mm -hmm. um you know, chronic migraines. There's also people that have what's called dystonias and they're, they're like muscle issues. Um, they have muscle contractions. So like their neck, 
or is constantly contracted because of they, they have a disease process that, that causes mm -hmm. these muscle contractions. So they use medical Botox for that. Wait, so and back to the, the headaches or like migraines. So does that, I mean, that's obviously that, that pain comes from your brain. So are you saying that they inject Botox into their brain? They inject Botox. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> a dumb question, but no, that's no. what I'm picturing. No, it's not that. a stupid question. It's just kind of funny. I mean, just for me, the, the picture is funny. Because <laughs> I can't get that needle through the skull, damn it. Yeah, that's, just, that's exactly what I'm... That was going to be my next question. Do they poke a hole in you? <laughs> no. no, they use the Botox in your neck. So in the back of your neck, your cervical nerves oh, okay. come out. Mm -hmm. And so that's where they put them. And so they... they so just like on the face in the neck, I mean, one centimeter can make a big difference. Mm -hmm. So where you inject the Botox makes a big difference. So you want someone who knows what they're doing yes. to do that. I mean, cause yes. that could, I mean, it's a toxin like that could cause, if you're putting that in your neck, like by your spinal cord, that could cause like paralysis. Yes. And so a lot of people have, um, cosmetically, we have what's called platysmal bands and we're on a podcast so people can't see what I'm talking about. But there are, and it's usually if you're 55 or over, like if you're young like you, you don't have these issues. But as people get older... I can't tell if that was a compliment or a dick. <laughs> no. That, you're young, so you don't have to tell what that is. I, I think maybe what that was is that was my like inner anger <laughs> maybe being... Was a little jealousy last year? A little jealousy coming out. Wow, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, need, to, I need to watch that next time. Okay. <laughs> I'll make note of the tone of my voice. Um, no, you don't have the issues. So people that uh, are 55 and older, uh, their neck kind of tends to be like there's some, I don't know how to explain it. There's some real skinny people out there. And so they have these like, it looks like bones in their neck, but they're it's really like just tendons. bands. Yeah, they're tendons. They're yeah. platysmal bands or like tendons. I could do that if I like. Like yes. And it, well, see, even when you do that, they really don't show that much. Yeah. But other people, it, it's just part of the anatomy. Some people it shows and some people it doesn't. So we can actually put Botox in those platysmal bands so that um, the only way that it shows is like when they do that. Because these the people I'm talking about, they're not trying to do that eek face. Uh -huh. It's like, it's, it's just, just they, it's it just shows. like that all the time. Yeah. Hey man, I'd take that. If, if, if I could be skinny and look like that, I'd be fine. Yeah. I'll take bands in my so, neck. So we kind of relax those. But if you put too much in there or you inject it in the wrong place, it can cause breathing issues for that person. Yikes. And that can be really, really dangerous. Yikes. Yeah. So, but anyway, so there are two different kinds of Botox. Back to circle it around, bring it back, bring it back in. Medical Botox, cosmetic Botox. So medical Botox is not something that I do because I'm not, that's not in my scope of practice mm -hmm. to do that. And I have not been trained on it and all that kind of thing. But cosmetic Botox is what I do. And that's in my scope of practice as a registered nurse. And I've been trained on it, mm -hmm. lots of training on it. So that, so when you say cosmetic Botox, that only deals with like the face with fine lines that doesn't deal with sweaty palms or your neck well, no, I, for the, headaches and stuff like that yeah the, the actual the sweaty palms the feet and the hyperhidrosis does fall within the cosmetic realm oh, okay but the but the headaches don't gotcha. however so one interesting 
two interesting things with cosmetic Botox. When people come in, they uh, a lot of people get Botox in their forehead because you we have lines that go across the forehead as we get older. Mm-hmm. And if they're really deep, I call them railroad tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but some people have mild headaches, and one of the positive side effects of having Botox in the forehead is it can sometimes help with those headaches. Now, if someone comes in and says, well, I have headaches, I'm not going to say, oh, okay, let me shoot you up with Botox because that would... That's medical. Yeah, that's medical. But you're medical just saying if you happen to have both of those problems, if you want your lines gone and you happen to have headaches. Yeah, and so people will ask, well, can you make my headaches go away? And I will explain to them, no, I can't. However, if your headaches tend to begin or radiate in the temple area or kind of in the front part of your forehead, then it can sometimes help. But like that's not the purpose. Yeah, yeah, that's not the purpose for doing the treatment. So, and then another thing is there's another area called the masseter muscle. and um, Which is where? It's your big muscle that like helps you bite down and clamp your jaw together. And so it's That's like, like what flexes whenever you... Yeah, when clench you, your teeth. Yeah, like, when you like clench your cheeks. Exactly. When you clench your teeth, then that flexes out, and that's called the master muscle. And so there are some people that it's really, really strong, and it creates like a really, it even like bulges out. And on men, that's kind of like a good thing, but on women, that's not so good. Yeah, like so, skinny guys, like really chiseled when they like clench their teeth, and you're like, yeah. oh yeah, I see that jawline. Yeah, yeah. So we don't want to inject that there. That, that would Death. be bad. <laughs> shout out (laughs) shout out and but for women that's not a good thing so sometimes we'll inject some Botox there to soften it up and kind of round it out however once again a positive side effect of that could be that if they clench their teeth at night or they grind their teeth it relaxes that and so then and they could be getting headaches from that too but once again that could be just a positive side effect. So the purpose for injecting that area would be to soften that muscle, mm-hmm. not to help with like TMJ or grinding issues or mm-hmm. dental issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but the main thing, the main thing is most people get Botox in their forehead and the, the little lines between our eyebrows, people call those the 11s. Mm-hmm. The, the frown lines. Yeah, the frown lines, scowl lines. The frown lines on your frown lines. <laughs> I never heard that before. That's cute. That's an original. Yeah, it's an original. Love it. So, yeah. So there, and then the crow's feet, which is your lateral canthus, you know, basically on the sides of your eyes. Mm-hmm. So when you smile. Um, These are all the places that I don't have to worry about yet. No, you don't. You look awesome. Thanks. Well, I'm just kind of rubbing it in. Please don't diagnose me on this podcast. We can talk about it later. Okay, we'll talk about that later in private. (laughs) Yeah, that would be kind of a hippie issue, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I better not do that. Yeah, no, no, that wouldn't be good. So, yeah, that's the basic thing is you've got medical Botox, you have cosmetic Botox. The most common uses for cosmetic Botox is forehead for lines that go across the forehead. You have the two lines the 11s sometimes people ha- will have three and sometimes sometimes people have 12 <laughs> some people some people will have one it's kind of one two or three and we can help relax those because and then we've got the crow's feet and those are all caused by muscle movement of the face it's just like your hand i explain this to people in my when they're sitting in my chair 
when you close your hand and you open your hand, when you close it, you obviously have lines. Mm-hmm. You know, so I guess if a palm you reader, use your hand. yeah, if a palm reader is going to read your palm, she's going to read those lines on your palm. Oh my god, you're like a face reader. I'm a face reader. I never thought about that. <laughs> you can tell someone's I like long lived, expressive life <laughs> by the lines on their face. That's right. Look at their look at their forehead and be like, I "Wow, say... you've had a lot of happiness." Or no, you've had a lot of anger oh, <laughs> with your children. Wow, they look had... at your crow's feet and be like, "Wow, you've had a lot of joy." <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you. you need to start reading people's face. <laughs> I love that. Yes. I'm going to steal that. Okay. That so, so great. We, you've talked about some positive side effects. What are the negative side effects? Okay. Well, the negative side effects are... Besides getting stuck with a needle? The obvious. Yeah. I'm going to say just it's, it's obvious that you're pay. getting stuck with a needle, which obviously you're going to bleed unless you're an alien. Right? Or yes. I don't know. Maybe aliens bleed. <laughs> That's kind of a judgment. I don't know. Um I'm not educated on if aliens. If you don't bleed, would you have to like <laughs> report this person to the government <laughs> or something? Oh, if they don't bleed, I'd be afraid they don't have a soul. So that'd be kind of scary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Blood means life. Yeah. So you're going to bleed. And come with bleeding comes the possibility of bruising. But it's not a lot, right? No, no, like, no. It's like getting a flu shot. Like it's just a it's little even, dot. Yeah. And it's actually not even as much as that because... The needles that we use for injecting Botox are even smaller. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, they're shorter because the the needle for like a flu shot has to go into the muscle and the deltoid muscle on the side of your arm. Mm-hmm. So those are really long. Botox needles are really, really short. But not only is the length of the needle smaller, but like the diameter mm-hmm. of it is a lot smaller too. Mm-hmm. So they're really tiny. So yeah, but so you my have a point little in saying yeah, you have a little bruising. bleeding. But my point in saying that is, any time that you're being stuck with a needle. And you're going to have some bleeding. You have the possibility of bruising. So I would expect people to bruise. That way, if you go into it expecting it and you have minimal or don't get any, then it's like, great. But it's not like you're going to bruise every single place that they inject the Botox. It would be like, you know, one or two little places out of the 10. But also, people that have had Botox for the first time, they might get a little bit of headache. You know, the one thing, though, that that is... <laughs> The negative side effect is if it's injected when you're working on these, um, what did you call them? The frown lines? The frown lines. The frown lines, which I refer to as the 11s because that's what Allergan in their commercials refer to. Allergan's the maker of Botox. That's what they refer to it as. Um, if if uh, the injector doesn't inject just right, you can get like a droopy eyelid. But that's really rare too. That's but it wears off. Risk. But it wears off because it's only like three to four months. So droopy eyelid. <laughs> but it's that's a long time. Yeah. Like you can you can cover like a bad haircut for three to four months. You can't. You I mean I guess you could wear an eye patch. Well, there for is three to four months. But if, that's if hard. that happens, then there's a medication you can call your place that injected you, and they, there's some eye drops that they can give you, and it will help with that. It won't completely 100% correct it, but it will help with it. But the one thing... If something goes like terribly wrong, is there like an anti-Botox that you can inject? No. So if you get a bad job, then you, you tough it out for three to four months. Yeah, yeah. But one of the other things, too, is um, people get a, a dropped eyelid, a droopy eyelid, mixed up with a dropped or lazy brow. There's a big difference. So... If um, if the injector just kind of injects a little too much 
too far lateral on the forehead and too low, that's not going to affect the lid. It's going to affect the brow. And so it'll make like that lateral portion of their brow kind of heavy. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I mean, just get some duct tape and hairline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but, so you're saying both of those could happen. Both of those could happen, but it's it's really rare. Droopy and, brow or droopy eyelid. Yeah. And that's why it's important to find somebody who has a pretty good amount of experience yeah. doing this. So my story is this lady came in my clinic the other day and she asked a lot of really good questions and they were questions that people would have probably been offended by like other nurses. You know, she asked me multiple times, how long have you been doing this? And are you trained in this? And I kept having to reassure her. She's a yes, paranoid patient. I've been doing this a long time. Well, she mentioned, she goes, because you know, there's even a lot of doctors out there that just because they're, they're a doctor doesn't mean that they do this very good. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I love you. You're so right. Not, not, not a dig. I'm just saying there's some doctors that that's not what they do all the time. Mm -hmm. There's even some nurses. It's not what they do all the time. And actually, I work with a group of plastic surgeons that several of them will tell you, my nurses are better at doing this than I am because they want to be in the OR cutting mm -hmm. and their nurses are the ones doing the injectables. And then there are some physicians that they really like doing the injectables. Well, so why do you have to work under a physician? Is that because it's a technically a medication that has to be yeah. prescribed? Yes. So yeah. they're the ones that give like the diagnosis, quote-unquote, and the prescription, quote-unquote, and then you administer it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. And it's a medical so treatment. So that's, that's what this woman was asking. She just wanted to know that you were qualified to do this. She wanted to know I was qualified, but not only qualified, but she wanted to make sure that I had the training. Mm -hmm. That this that I call them weekend warriors. There's a lot of injectors out there that they work a regular nursing job, and then on the weekends, once or twice a month, they'll go inject at a med spa. And I mean, some people have to start out. It's just like being in the hospital. And, um, you know, newsflash, when I was in nursing school, <laughs> I'd never done any procedures before, mm -hmm. but I had to start my first Foley catheter on somebody. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, but yeah, she just, she wanted to know that, that I had the experience and the skill and she was asking all that stuff. So I was letting her know, okay, well, you're taking fish oil. That's a blood thinner. So... And she's like, well, I don't want to bruise. I don't want to bruise. I don't want to bruise. That's not <laughs> even a prescription, right? She, do you, right, that's just, she just means counter. like a vitamin. Yeah. Like a supplement. Yeah, just like, just like a leave and ibuprofen are, are, are um, over the counter too. That's what I was saying earlier. You know, ibuprofen, aspirin. Oh, I just put fish oil in a completely different category than like ibuprofen. No. It's to me, same. like one's a medicine and one is a... Like a natural supplement. supplement. Right. It's You're right, but they're both over-the-counter. So what I'm saying is people have access to things that they're taking that are thinning the blood, just like alcohol, mm -hmm. and they're taking that, they're thinning the blood, they come in, they're going to get Botox or fillers. So I'm letting her know because she's very adamant. I don't want to bruise. I don't want to bruise. I don't want to bruise. And I'm like, you know, I don't have a freaking magic wand. <laughs> I'm and I was very polite. I was very polite. I said, well... You know, I am going to be sticking you with a needle. <laughs> and I kind of <laughs> smile and kind of cock my head and ha ha, you know. She's like, well, but I, I've never bruised. And I, I asked her, well, how many times have you had this done? Well, I've only had it one, done one other time. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's really good. And I don't expect to bruise you either. However, I just want to, you know, anyway, well, every time I would 
injector, she would move. <laughs> like a grown woman. <laughs> yeah, a grown woman. And and so I, she basically, yeah, I'm going to blame it on the patient. She caused me to bruise her. <laughs> oh, gosh. I just stuck it in in the right area. And right as she kind of moved a little bit, it it did stick her vein. Ooh. And so, and that happens a lot, but she had also been taking a lot of fish oil. Mm -hmm. So it immediately... So it's not the end of the world, but then also... It's not the end of the world. She was just upset because she had... She was upset because she had a bruise. But like people... Like I said before, I'm sticking you with a needle. (laughs) Your injector, whoever it is, in New York City or in LA, and in between, we're all sticking you with needles. So be expected to, you know... Have a little bruising. Maybe have some bruising. You know, possibility of swelling... You know, the first 10 to 15 minutes afterwards, you look like you have little mosquito bites because it's they're fluid-filled with Botox fluid. Mm-hmm. But then that subsides and that goes away. And then, you know, like within 30 minutes, you're like totally fine and cool. And But it takes five to seven days for it to kick in. So it's not like immediate gratification. Mm-hmm. So it, it's, it takes time for the medication to work the way it's supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's like this two-week window. This is the one thing that people can never seem to like get and or other injectors don't educate their patients on this and it really drives me crazy there's a two-week window so say you come in tomorrow and get injected with botox Mm -hmm. okay it takes five to seven days to kick in Mm -hmm. so let's call it seven days later so then a week from tomorrow i in the consultation i would say okay five seven days it's going to kick in a week from today I want you to look at it and make sure that it's the way that your expectations were. Mm-hmm. And if there's something you're not happy about or have a question about, yada, 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 give us a call and we'll fit you in because 99% of the time I can tweak whatever it is the person's a little unhappy about. Because I usually I usually will go more conservative. Mm-hmm. In fact, I always go more conservative. With the amount that you give? Yes, because you can always put more in, but you can't take it out, mm-hmm. right? And most so, people, I mean, do you ever, are there people that like tell you, I want this, 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 and you're like, okay, yeah, sure, whatever you want. They or do. Or do you, do you talk them off the, off the cliff, so to speak, of like, okay, you don't need that much. Yes, on both cases, but it's a little bit different. So with Botox... What it usually is, is they've had an injector before that may have been a little um, afraid of the dosage and they're not getting the correct dosage and or maybe not in the correct area. Like you can go to a training and learn how to inject Botox and they're going to show you cookie cutter because mm-hmm. that's basic. I mean, I went through nursing school. They showed me cookie cutter how to in, insert a Foley. But everybody's anatomy and things are different. So, I mean, a Foley catheter is not a whole lot different, but there are some differences. So you got to kind of learn how to roll with it. But if you're an injector and you just learned cookie cutter and you stay cookie cutter, then you're going to get a cookie cutter outcome. Mm-hmm. However, as you, the more you do it, so for me, I don't have x-ray vision. <laughs> I mentioned that to that lady, by the way, when she didn't want me to bruise her. I'm like, well... I'm going to try my best, but I don't have x-ray vision because if, if I hit a vein, you know, then that may cause some bruising. Sorry, yeah. so I, try to, I try to give people the information up front. Uh-huh. Okay, so back to this is um, 
there's been times that other injectors are maybe a little bit afraid and they do the cookie cutter and over the years I it's more of a learning how to read the muscle movement because if you learn how to read the muscle movement appropriately then then it's going to cause you to to kind of you know adjust where you may be injecting it mm -hmm. um, and that can make a big difference just even like you're talking like millimeters or centimeters mm -hmm. of adjustment yeah mm-hmm you're like an artiste yeah I mean you you do get an eye because you have to although I don't have x-ray eyes you have to x-ray vision you have to be able to to like see how those muscles are moving and those those muscles have like a synergistic and antagonistic relationships with each other mm -hmm. but anyway um I digress so oh my gosh now, what were we talking about before that? <laughs> I, was, well, I was asking you, do you ever like talk people off the cliff of like yeah. things I've done? Because I mean, I can't really speak for everybody, but I can speak for myself. If I'm going to get something done, I don't mind telling people I've got something done, but I don't want to look like I've gotten something done. Yeah. I would much rather look like, oh, that girl has just like gray skin or like, oh, that girl's been like blessed with like big lips, but I don't want people to be like, Oh, she got her lips done. <laughs> yeah. Even yeah. like, I'm sure there's a minority of people out there that are, that are like, I want lips the size of golf balls. <laughs> and I want it to look like I've got my lips done by every surgeon in America. Oh my gosh. Okay. But that's or, not me. I they want the Kylie Jenner like shot glass suction lips. But even her lips <laughs> look nor like natural. Yeah. Like she does, you know, I don't know. I... Again, I'm not the expert here, but there, I can tell when people have gotten their lips done when there's filler outside of their oh, lip yeah. line, yeah. which is not what I like. I like the filler inside my lip line, like Kylie Jenner's lips. Obviously, she's gotten them done because you can see before and after pictures, but it doesn't. She it doesn't look like she's gotten them done. Yeah, they because, look natural. Yeah, they're beautiful. The placement was done properly, and like you said, not outside her lips or slightly above or anything like that, but. So regarding Botox, um, it's more just educating the patient on where Botox really is to be used and how it's to be used. Mm -hmm. But um, but filler, yeah, that's a whole other story, a whole other issue. So, you know, a couple of things that I want to say to help people, because I know we've kind of been chit-chatting here, but when it comes to... Um, pricing, you know, how do they know what a good price for Botox is or, or how do they know the way it should be priced? Oh yeah. Cause that's like a, t that to me, that's like a telltale sign of if you're desperate for business. <laughs> yes. I was going to say, if you're going to someone who is good or someone who is like, I need, I need business. Come to me. Yeah. It's yeah. like the difference between going to a clothing store that's always 40% off or a clothing store that never has a sale because they don't need it. Yeah. Yeah. And so... Not to diss any Botox injectors out there that give sales. That's not what I'm saying. But just, it, you know, you know what I'm saying. I do. I There's do. a price range that I you do. want to be aware of. There is a price range. And, and we're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And the price range in DFW is, you know, so I, I call it like the good, the bad, and the red flag. Mm. So the good price range is going to be somewhere... 11 to 14 dollars a unit and that's so you're paying for quality you're paying for quality you're paying for someone but it's not unfair yeah you're paying for someone who knows what they're doing mm -hmm. you're paying for i mean there's overhead but that's another thing so do you want to be going to back alley 
you know, like some little tiny place that probably look like has no overhead, but they're, they may not be doing everything correctly. And, and like, it's, it's a medical procedure. They need, yeah, there's some things to be cheap on, but not this, right. It costs money to keep records. Mm -hmm. It costs money to have to doing medical procedures, having a physician's office or an appropriate med spa, it costs money. Mm -hmm. So 11 to $14 a unit is kind of your sweet spot that you're going to want to look for. Mm -hmm. Now, if you're looking at below $10 a unit, that's it's, getting into cheapskates, though. It's, it's, it is, but there could be reasons. So there are some med spas that are large med spas, and because of the amount that they're able to purchase, mm -hmm. then they can get a, a much better price. But the thing you is... Should, are you calling them the Costco of medicine? Well, but the thing is, the ones that, the ones that I know that truly have those giant accounts, they don't ever discount it. They just yeah, keep how, making yeah. the money. I was going to say, how do you think they get those giant discounts? And it's the people that it discount it to $10 a unit. I know there's no way that they're an Allergan Black Diamond account. There's no way. What is that? Be it's, it's a level in Allergan where you've purchased so much, you get a great price on your product. Oh, okay. And so these people have been open a year and, you know, like they don't have a, they have just kind of a regular business. It takes several years to become an Allergan Black Diamond. Mm -hmm. And on top of that, to become an Allergan Black Diamond or any level, it sounds like a, like a multi-level marketing. Yeah, I, we, don't have, we don't have to get into this. No, but, but Allergan, they, every calendar year you start over. So like the credit that you get for your purchases, they, they you know, get credit and they, they go up the scale, but then it starts back at zero every year. Mm -hmm. So there's... So I would just be really leery of anything under $10 a unit. Mm -hmm. And then if, if it's like over $16 a unit, then that's somebody like... You'd be an overcharge. They'd be the shit, man. They must be really good. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, if, if you want to pay for that, go uh, ahead. They, they, they can find probably just as great a skill in the $11 to $14 a unit. Mm -hmm. But back to the two-week thing, I mentioned I, I really didn't get to finish my thought. That's kind oh, of where I lost my role. track of thought. Yes, my, I was losing my train of thought. Um, you come in a week later, you look at it. If I need to tweak it, I'll tweak it. No problem. But then um, after two weeks, so, so you need to contact me between the 7th and 14th day or your provider. Whoever your provider is, you let it settle in for five to seven days. On the 8th day, take a look at it and contact your provider between the 8th and 14th day, if they need to do anything to it, you get in before the 14th day. After 14 days, you got to leave it alone. You can't be adding anymore. So if you can only afford to have two areas done, like your your um, 11s between your brows and your forehead, and you want your crow's feet done, and you're like, oh, I'll get my crow's feet done like in three or four weeks. Uh -uh, nope, can't do it. Because what will happen is if you do that over and over, you will become immune to it and it won't work on you. And so your whole you're saying your whole face, yeah, in that two week window, yeah. Even so, if you haven't gotten it in your crow's feet and you go back for a tweak and you're like, oh, go ahead and pop it in my crow's feet. Well, you can do that if you're within the two weeks. Okay. If you're within the two weeks, but after the two weeks, you can't add anymore because your body doesn't know the difference between your forehead and your big toe. <laughs> you know when it's processing what? this medication, you can't just be like, well. I, I had it in my forehead, so why can't we put it in my crow's feet in a month from now? Because your body doesn't 
understand the difference. Your body's not compartmentalized, is right. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. So it's just anywhere that you intake Botox needs to be within a two week window and then it settles like cement. And then how well, long? Well, it doesn't sell you... like cement, but it's it's the medication. <laughs> I mean, somebody might like literally think that. <laughs> oh my like, God! Because people talk about I don't want frozen face. It, they're not. They're, your face isn't frozen because it became cement. Okay? No, no. I just meant that's <laughs> your two week window closes for you to be able to intake any more Botox. But then how soon can you come back and get it done? Because it's not a one time thing. Right, and then you come back every three to four months. Is that when it like everything gets flushed yes. out and processed out of your body? Yes, it wears off. And, um, and then it, it's three to four months. Yeah. Some people will last as long as like five or five and a half. Dang. Those aren't your favorite clients though, right? You like people <laughs> that wear off at three months, right? I like you come back every three months. <laughs> no, actually my clients, and that's another thing too, is, um, four months is about average because I've noticed that the clients that are going only three months, they're getting... They're not getting enough of the medication, mm-hmm. right? So, um, yeah, but then you can give people too much, and then that's not good either. So mm-hmm. I hope this has been helpful. What it do you has think? for me. Awesome. Yeah. I've learned a lot. It's all about education, information, and when you as a consumer have the right education and the information that empowers you to go into these places mm-hmm. because you know, honestly, yeah. Would I love to be able to inject every person in the United States? That would be cool. But number one, just not, not physically possible. I'm not like Santa Claus, so, <laughs> so I, I can't do that. Oh my and, gosh, you're like a face reader. You're like a Santa Claus. What if that's, I'm not, that's I'm not like Santa Claus. That's what parents wish for. Yeah, I'm sure for Christmas. Can you imagine? Come down my chimney. Come down and my chimney and inject me in my sleep. <laughs> You could make a killing doing that. Yeah, that that would be cool. But but the thing is, my passion is really for people to know about this stuff so that when they go to these different places, I mean, so that so somebody in like Connecticut can listen to this podcast and actually learn something and it be helpful to them in Connecticut or shout out to Connecticut or whatever or yes or Hawaii. Oh, shout out to Hawaii. But yeah, but however. I could get my license in Hawaii and maybe I could start building a following in Hawaii and I could fly to Hawaii once a month in order to inject oh my people gosh. in Hawaii and you I could, could write it off for business. You could be like, you could go on tour like a pop star. You could go on like a Botox tour. Coming to Cincinnati, September 7th. Book your appointment now. Book your appointment now. And I could do all that free travel and write it off. That's a great a. Hey, let's make it happen. You We're guys... dropping tour dates at the beginning of 2019. <laughs> Be on the lookout. AstheticANRN.com. Okay, got it. Perfect. <laughs> I think that's enough for today. Uh, yeah, we need, to, we need to talk about this idea off air. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> let's make it happen. We promised him something. Now we got to deliver. Yeah. Well, thank you for all this information today. This was great. Welcome. So... Next week we've got we've kind of got to continue this because I want to get back to the credentials of who can and can't be injecting. Why do you have to have a physician and things like that? Because I've heard of I literally just watched a video like two days ago about someone that got arrested for injecting without a license. Yes. So yeah. I want to talk about that next podcast. That would be great. I would love to. Okay. All right, y'all stay tuned. Stay tuned. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.